Okay, Daf Pehei, we have to still finish off the bottom of Pei Dalad Omen Beis. The Mishnah said, about ten lines up. The Mishnah said, Tsar, Shaloi Bemokum. The Mishnah said, you paid Tsar. Tsar, we said, was that I've, as we're going to talk about two types of Tsar, you can have Tsar with a Nezek, so a broken arm, and you have to pay Tsar that goes along with that. We'll see how you do that. And there's also Tsar, Shaloi Bemokum Nezek, if they just cause Tsar. So this is a chiddush the Gemara is saying that you pay tsar even when it's standalone without any hezek associated with it. So the that's a machloikis, and therefore our mission says you do pay that if you burn on the fingernail or something which doesn't actually cause any hezek, you still pay tsar. That is only according to a single tana. Why? So I'm a rabbi benazi. The that goes only according to shitas benazi because we have a cryptic brisa. The brisa says the sanya rabbi yomer. It says in the pasuk again. And Parsons Mishpatim says, Kviya, Tachas Kviya, Petza Tachas Patza, Chabura, Tachas Chabura. So, Kviya is talking about a burn, so that's referring to Tsar. Chabura at the end of the Pasuk is talking about Nezik. Petza, we'll see what Pasuk is coming for later. But Kviya is talking about Tsar, and Chabura at the end of the Pasuk is talking about Hezik. So, Rebbe, I mean, Kviya, Nemer, Tchila. Rebbe says, it says Kviya first. We'll see what that means. Benazi Yomer, Chabura Nemer Tchila. No, Chabura is first. What does this cryptic words mean? So, by my community, what does this mean? So, Rebbe Sover, Kaviya de Lespa Chabura Mashvat. The word Kaviya by itself is Mashvat Tsar and only Tsar. Okay. Kosach Mura Chabura, when the Torah writes Chabura at the end of the Pasuk, to tell you that when it says Kaviya, it means Dafka, the Ispe Tsar, the Ispe Chabura in, Eloi Loi. That the word kavir by itself would have meant that you pay for tsar even when it's a standalone tsar. Kamash Malon, the word chabura to tell me that no, that you don't pay for tsar if it's standalone. You only pay for tsar if it is along with a chabura. So once you pay for the chabura, then you also pay for tsar, which would not be like our Mishnah. Benazai Savar, no. Kaviya by itself is pay chabura mashba. The word kavir by itself could mean tsar with the chabura itself. When the Torah writes the extra word Chabura at the end of the Pasuk, it's the opposite. It's to tell you that this Kaviyah that we're talking about is even if there's no Chabura. So according to Benazir, we come out that you're going, you're going to be Chayv on Tsar, even standalone Tsar. According to Rebbe, you're not going to be Chayv on standalone Tsar. That's the way Rav explained their Machlaikis. Maskev of Papa, Papa says... I agree with you, there's machlaikis over here, but Adarabah, Ibchemistarba. I would rather, you know, the words of Rabbi Benazah and the words of Rebbe were sort of cryptic. Kviyat Tchila, Chaburat Tchila. So Rav explained that the way we just explained it, the Rebbe says you need to have a Chabura, and Rabbi Benazah says you don't, which means the town of our Mishnah that Rebbe wrote is Benazah. Which is says of Papa, the way Rashi explains, a little bit strange. Why would Rebbe write a Mishnah not according to the sheet that he holds? And therefore, says Benazi, I'll explain the Machlek is the opposite. Rebbe Yomer Kviya Nemer Tchila means Savar Kviya de Ispe Chabura Mashma Kviya by itself. And the like Benazi had said, means with the Chabura. Koshach Mona Chabura, when the Torah writes Chabura by its meaning, the Gluid, the Kviya, the Lespe Chabura Mashba. That's the opposite. And when Rebbe said Kviya number Tchile, he wasn't telling you the Havamina, he was telling you the Maskana. So in the first shot of Rava, Rebbe said Kviya number Tchile, that's what I would have thought. Says me, no, now we're telling you the Maskana. When Rebbe said Kviya number Tchile, he meant at the end of Darshan and the whole Pasik, now we understand that Kviya even means. Tichila by itself, you're going to be chayiv, which is exactly what our Mishnah says. Benazay Amar, 
Chaburin and Betchila meaning, so Betchit Kviya by itself would be the last Bechabur Mashma, because Rechman Chabur, when it says the word Chabur, Legluila, the Kviya is Bechabur, in Eli Loi, the Amaskona Kaime, and their statements were not the Havamina of each one before the Pasik, their statements were the Maskona of each one. So we're still coming out of Tzmachloikis, it's just now we can say that Rebbe is the one who holds that Yechayev on a Kaviyah by itself, even without a Chaburah, which is exactly what our Mishnah says. So Rebbe is the town of our Mishnah, which is much more logical. Inami, another way to explain this, Machlekes ben and Rebbe, to Kuliyama Kaviyah ben Dispa Chaburah ben Lesbe Chaburah Mashra. It could be that everybody agrees that the word Kaviyah by itself means pain with or without a Chaburah. Over here, it's a klal prat, because remember, it says kavia. Kavia means any type of tsar. Then it says petza. Then it says chabura. So chabura is a prat related to the klal. So normally we have a halacha that we have klalu prat, ein bechlal, ela masha befrat. And therefore, you'd only be chayev for a kavia that has a chabura. The problem is the word chabura is not directly next to the word kavia. It has the word petza between them. Oh. So therefore, Rebbe, Savar, Ain, Donner, Sebechal, Prat. That's not a Klal Prat, because they're too far away from each other. They're, they're Meruchokim. And therefore, you just look at the word Kavir by itself. Kavir by itself means any pain, with or without a Nezik, and therefore you're going to be Chayev, which is what our Mishnah says. Benazai, Savar, Ain, Donner, Sebechal, Prat. It is a Klal Prat, and therefore it's a Kavir only with a Chabura that you're going to be Chayev on. So according to Rabbi, what do you need the word the Chabura for? It's not part of a Klal Prat. Because now that you tell me you're Chayev on Kaviya, maybe if there's Tsar, you're only going to pay Tsar. Maybe if there's a Nezik somehow without Tsar, which we'll talk about later, how you can have such a case, then you pay Nezik. But if there's Nezik with Tsar, once you're paying for the Tsar, maybe you don't pay for the Nezik. There's a Rashi explains it, that you're going to be Chayev both for the, ne- for the Tsar and for the Nezik as well. Okay, so now we determine that you could, at least according to our Mishnah, according to Rebbe, that you pay for Tsar by itself with or without a Hezek. How do you figure this out now? It says in the Mishnah, how much someone would take, that's the Lashon of the Mishnah, to take in such a Tsar. It says, I understand that makes sense by a standalone Tsar, like we just talked about. A standalone Tsar, someone had just had Tsar without any Hezek. Okay. But Tsar b'makam nezekei how do you figure out Tsar with the Nezik? Because once you're paying for the Nezik, that includes the nature of the Tsar inside of it. How do you differentiate in the payment between the Nezik aspect and the Tsar aspect? How much would you have to pay somebody to chop off his hand? So what do you mean? That amount does not include only the tsar. That also, guy's not going to agree to have his hand chopped off unless you pay him for the pain and for the loss of work and for the doctor bills and blah, 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 blah. So that price does not include only the tsar. So that's not a good evaluation. There's basically no price in the world that you would agree to take, to have your hand chopped off. It'd have to be millions and millions and millions of dollars. And even then, maybe not. So that doesn't make any sense. Ella says, What if his hand is already lame? Hand is already lame. Now the question is, should he keep this lame hand on, which doesn't work, or should we just cut it off anyways? How much would a person take to cut off a hand which is already not useful? A hand that is not useful. 
Over there also, granted, it doesn't, there's no nezik there, because the hand is already not useful, it's already broken and smashed, whatever. It was born that way. But it's not only tsar. Hatsaru baishasika. It definitely has baishas. The ksifal and milsa, the mishkam ribsar, the mishnah yiklavim. And the Gemara says an interesting baishas. The baishas is not that he's not going to have the physical hand. I don't just have a stump. The Baishas is they're going to use his hand, his meat, to feed to a dog. That's the way Mar looks at the Baishas. Maybe we would look at it differently, but that's the way the Mar looks at what the Baishas is. Either way, that evaluation is not Tsar by itself. So we're still looking for the answer. What if the king already decided he's going to chop off this person's hand? The person stole something, right, in Saudi Arabia, whatever it is, and they chop off their hand. Okay. And Ben Sam Lasaif. Now the king said, normally the way we do this is, is we use a Sam. We use some sort of medicinal something, which makes the hand dissolve, which does not have pain. But we might end up doing it with a Saif. So how much would you pay for one or the other to do it without pain? Says the Gemara, Amri Hachanami, Loy Lishkol Mitzar Nafshe, right? So that, that doesn't make any sense. Again, a person, there's, there's, no, there's no amount of money in the world for that. Elsin's more the opposite. Eloim Nekamaratam Roitza Litein to give Liktoya Layada Mukhtala Malchus Ben Sayaf Lassam. It's not how much he would take. It's how much would he pay? If they said, we're going to chop off your hand with a sword, which, which is going to cause you tremendous pain. But if you pay us X amount of money, we'll do it with not a sword, we'll do it with medicine, which is less pain or no pain. How much would you willing to pay for that? So now we're switching. The Mishnah said, Li told how much we would pay you to take Tsar. Now we're switching it. It's how much we would pay you. It's how much you would pay to avoid the Tsar. That's already a more reasonable amount of figure, right? Because go- the Tsar is going to happen. How much would you be willing to pay to push it off or not have the tsar? That's not a billion dollars. There's some number there. Would you be willing to pay? It says Mar, but that doesn't fit the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Li tol, li temi The Mishnah said, Li tol, how much he would take. And now you tell me it's not how much he would take, it's how much he would give. It says, No, it really means how much he would give. But li tol in the Mishnah means, li tol zem, izem, how much would the person give? And that's what the nizik takes from him. So the word lethal is not going on how much we're going to give him. It's how much he, the nizik is going to take from him, what he's willing to pay. So that's where we're coming out. That when you evaluate tsar, it's assuming that tsar is going to happen anyways. How much would a person willing to pay to avoid that tsar in a situation? That's the amount of money he has to pay for tsar to the mazik. The mazik to the nizik. Okay, so that's tsar. Now we get to Ripoy. He has to pay his medical bills. Ripoy, Yekuri, Chayv, Lar, Parsi. Turn on Tzmachim. sounds like it means like a pimple, but in our vernacular, I guess it would be like an infection. Okay, so a person got a wound directly from the mazik, and now later on, it turns into an infection. Okay? So Olobay Tzmachim, Amach, Masamaka, Amaka. And now it gets worse. Okay, so maybe it doesn't happen that day. It could happen a week or two later. Gets an infection, and it, and it gets worse. Says the Bryce, He has to pay for that medical bills as well. And also, since now he stays out of work longer, the mazik has to pay for that as well. But if it wasn't because of the wound, we'll see what this means. Then it's not my fault. Even though it is indirectly the mazik's fault, because if he didn't have the original wound, he would not have gotten the infection. But if we cannot tie the infection directly to the wound, then we don't necessarily make the mazik pay. We'll see what that means in a few minutes. Yudha argues, says, even if the infection came from the wound, the 
doctor bills you do have to pay, but the fact that he mixed, missed extra work because of the infection, that you don't have to pay. How do you separate them? Hold on, Rebuda will explain. The third shita is what we call the Chavam Basroi. The last shita is Shiftei Vufrosei. The Pasuk says, It puts Sheves missing work and doctor bills together. So if you're going to tell me that you don't have to pay for missing work for these types of infections, then you also don't have to pay the refuah. So you have three shitas. First shita said you have to pay both. Middle sheet said you have to pay Rafua but not the Sheves. And the third sheet said once you're not paying the Sheves, you also don't pay the Rafua for these extra type of infections. What's the machlag? This is my commitment. I'm a rabbash to Chesinu Rabbanan Bebei Rav. The Yasvi Kamer. I saw them sitting in the Shmedish, and they said over the pshat like this: Hacha b'maka nitna le'eged kemifli. We're talking about a very specific type of infection. When you have a wound, it's actually better to leave the wound exposed. When you leave the wound, obviously not bleeding, leave the wound out. But if you leave the wound exposed, it's faster, but it's not as comfortable. It's not as comfortable, obviously, to have a person a wound exposed. So you want to put on a bandage. Now the bandage is not going to help you get better. It just makes it feel better. Okay, but putting on a bandage makes it hotter, and that could lead to infection. Okay, that's what I tell you. Put on a bandage, don't leave it on so long, it could get infected. The opposite of what you might think. So therefore, No, the maza caused this wound. The nizik says, it feels better for me to put on a bandage. Yes, it's going to cause an infection. Too bad. I'm allowed to do that, and you have to pay for the result of that infection, both for a four and for missing work. Maybe you suffer. No. Maka Too bad. You shouldn't have put the bandage on. And therefore, repoy the tanabekra, the posse is virapo yirape. Double lashon. So under a full part, that you have to pay. Even though maybe it's better if you didn't put it on, but the Torah says if you put it on, you have to pay for those doctor bills, even if it causes an infection. But Shevis, just says one word, Shevis, so you can split them up. You have to pay for doctor bills, even if he did something he wasn't supposed to do. But Shevis, you don't. I said to him, that doesn't make any sense. If Rabbi Yudah holds it, you're not supposed to put on a bandage. So, what do you mean? If the guy didn't do what the doctor said he's supposed to do, so why in the world should you have to pay those doctors? The Tanakhama holds, you're allowed to do it, so you're allowed to do it, you have to pay the repercussions of it. But if Rabbi holds, you're not supposed to put some bandage on, if you're not supposed to put it on, then why should you have to pay any doctors, even if it says Rabbi Ellis has more changed the case a little bit. The kuliyama matam nitili agid, you're allowed to put a bandage on. But depends how tight you tie it or how much you put on. So you can put it on because it feels better. But if you put on too much, that's the question already. So that already, that degree makes sense. And once you're allowed to put it on, the Torah says, rape, rape. if you put on too much, still we make the mazik pay. So since you're allowed to put it on, but not to put on too much, then report the Torah. Then there are any doctor bills that come out of an infection from that, you do have to pay because it says it twice in the posse. Sheves like Torah, Bekra, Loi Michayv. Rabban and Savri, no. Chivin the Torah, Bekra, Beripo, Asheves, once it turns, if it says, that you're allowed to put on this egghead, and even if it causes extra infection, you have to pay the doctor bills. Once you have to pay the doctor bills, you also have to pay for my missing work. The Iskish, the report, because they have a hekish between the report and the Shevis. You're not going to pay Shevis, the Mieta Rachmona Rak. 
And Yehuda says, no, it says, rak so we can differentiate to the Chiv of Ripoy and the Chiv of Sheves. We're coming out now. The Rabbanon say there's a Hekish. And once you chive on the Ripoy, because the Rapa you Rapa by this extra type of, of Tachboshet, then you pay the Sheves as well. Yehuda says you can differentiate because of Rak. For Rabbanon, Rak means Shaloy Mach Masamak with Yosef. No, the Rabbanon say you don't pay Sheves in a case where it's not because of the wound at all, which we'll talk about the case in a second. Rabbanah Basroi, the third sheet that we had says, So they say, this doesn't matter. Once you're not paying the Sheves, you also don't pay the Ripoy. And you put on both, in this case, you put on extra bandages. So just to make it clear, when it's there because of the Maka, everybody holds you have to pay all of it. When it's totally not related to the Maka, everybody holds you don't have to pay any of it. When it's this middle stage where you're allowed to put on a bandage, but you're not supposed to put too much, that's where we have the Smaklinkas. So if you're not going to say you pay extra repo in this case, you don't pay the extra doctor bill. So what is Verapo Yerape? The famous statement of Rabbi Shmuel, the Tanya of Rabbi Shmuel, Oimer, Verapoy Yerape, Mikan Shinitim, Rishus, the Rafe, the Rapoys. How do you know a doctor is allowed to be Rapa someone? This is a double Kiddush over here. A, if you have a wound that was caused by a human being, so, okay, you could say HaKashpochu didn't want you to have it in the first place, Kaviyachol, so you can go to a doctor to fix your arm that you, that you broke. But if a person gets a cold, or if a person gets some God-born illness, that's a big Kiddush. Maybe you're just supposed to suffer. How do you know you're allowed to go to a doctor? How do you know how to take medicine? Rapoi Rapei teaches me that even in those cases where HaKashpochu himself sends the Makkah, still HaKashpochu says if you can go to a doctor, you're allowed to go to a doctor. And that's what you learn now from Rapoi Rapei. Is that a mitzvah on us or a mitzvah on the doctor? Both. Both. And therefore, Rapoi Rapei says you have to pay all cases of medicine. And then we say, from the heckish, you also have to pay the losing of work. Even if it's not directly caused by the wound. No, if it's not directly caused by the wound, then not. What's the Kiddush of that? Hold on, then we'll explain. There's Rabbi Yaisi, who's the son of the previous Rabbi Yehuda we just mentioned. Even if it's caused by the Makkah from those extra bandages we just said, you're going to be potter. And I'm a rock. Okay, now, what does that mean, Rabbi Yaisi? When he said your potter, he meant your potter on the Shevis and your potter on the Ripui, like the Rabbanu Basroi. But you have in the Ripui because it says, That goes like his father, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yehuda's father, Rabbi Yehuda, is the sheet that we just mentioned before. There's one last point we have to figure out here. You would think even if the infection is not directly caused by the wound, you have to pay. If it's not directly caused by the wound, if it's totally extraneous, he caught it in the hospital, nothing to do with the wound per se, so of course he's potter. Why would you think the mazik's chayef? You know what that means? The doctor gives you instructions and you don't follow the instructions. The doctor says, don't eat dvash, don't eat sweet foods. Those things are bad for the wound. And he eats sweet foods. And the wound turns into gargusni. We'll see what that is. It came from the wound. 
but you don't follow the instructions. That's what Rak teaches you that no, in that case you're going to be potter, even though yes, the infection or whatever this is came from the wound, but it's because you didn't follow the instructions. And therefore, if you didn't follow the instructions, the mice you're going to be able to. Of course, if it has nothing to do with the wound whatsoever, of course you're potter. Magagusni, what is that? Nasa Kirkisa. Some kind of dead skin or dead flesh. I guess it gets black or something like that, and therefore it's 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 some kind of inf- again caused by infection. Maya sute, how do you heal that darachagav? Allah, you could put on it some Allah, some kira, some wax, the kalba, some sort of srof, some sort of uh, sap from a tree. Okay, those things will help heal, heal this type of dead skin. Okay, back to our sugya. What does this mean? This is a question we have over here. It's called resin, right? So, uh, uh, this, is a fa- this is a very important question. This comes up nowadays as well, okay? A person gets sick and he has to go to a doctor and he files an insurance claim, okay? So, now you can have two kinds of insurance claims. You can have an insurance claim where the insurance says, okay, how much is it going to cost for a doctor bill? Here's the cash, do what you want. Or you have an insurance claim where the insurance claim says, tell me which doctor you're going to, I'll pay the doctor. Okay, so how does it work by Mazik and Nizik? Okay, so you have to pay doctor bills. Does that mean that the mazik is responsible to make sure the person gets better? Or is it a chiyav mammon that the mazik has to pay him a certain amount of money? What he does with the money is his problem. What's the nafkamina? A bunch of nafkamina. If the mazik says to him, the mazik says, I'm a doctor. I'll do this for free. Come to me. I'll take care of you. The nizik can say, You're like a lion who attacked me. You're a lion who's going to ambush me you hurt me once, and now I'm going to go to you to heal you? Nothing to it. I'm not going to you. Okay. Our guest is Mugging the Mugging. I have a friend who's a doctor. You come to my friends, I'll do it for free. I don't have to pay anything. I'm like, I said, the Mugging the Mugging with Shava. Free doctors, you get what you pay for. Okay, I'm not going to any free doctors. Okay. Oh, that's the next case. He says, I'll bring you a doctor. Our doctors charge a lot. We have a doctor two, two countries away that'll do it for much cheaper. I'll fly him in. I'm like, Asirachika inar avira. He says, what happens? A doctor comes from far away. He doesn't care to be careful. Because the doctor is local. He has to do a good job because no one's going to come to him. The doctor comes from far away. He's going to blind you. Then he goes back home. He has no repercussions for what he did. So I don't want any free doctors. I don't want any far away doctors. I'm going to go to my local doctor. Okay. What if the nizik says, give me the cash and I'll take care of it myself. I'll use herbal medicines, whatever it is. Instead of going to a regular doctor, you pay me the $10,000 that would have cost me to go to a regular doctor and I'll take care of it myself. You're not paying the doctor directly. The mazik can say to him the opposite. You're going to not do a good job. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. Then you're going to keep charging me more and more and more. So you have to go to a doctor. Okay, so let's make a fixed amount. Let's go to a doctor right today. Find out how much he would charge me fixed. You pay me the fixed. I'm not going to charge you anything extra. Still, the mazik can say, you're going to do a bad job. The And the people are going to think, that I didn't take care of you. So both the mazik and the nisig have some sort of vested interest to make sure he actually goes to a doctor and he gets healed and he gets paid by the doctor. So therefore, you have to make sure you do it the right way. Tono. Vakulan, all these things, nezik, tzar, ripo, sheves, and boishas, mishtamim, makam, nezik. Even though you've paid nezik, you still have to pay tzar, sheves, ripo, etc. And boishas. Menani mili. How do we know that from the pasik? Maybe you only pay one payment. And if you only have each one individually, you pay each one individually. How do you know you pay them together? 
Some of Zimri Shved Rav Amar Krop Petsa Tachas Potsa. It says Kviya Tachas Kviya. At the end of the Potsa, it says Chabura. Petsa Tachas Potsa connects them. It says Litein Tzabra Mokom Nezik. That teaches you that you pay Tzar even if you're already paying Nezik. We already explained in the beginning of the Gemara how you do that. Now this is the Makar for it. So we had the Gemara earlier on Daf Chavov that Petzat Tachas Potzat teaches me that Yechayev no matter what if an Adam Amazik is Chayev even if it was B'Shegeg or B'Aynes so okay, you're right but we can learn two drushes Imkei Nechtach Kra Petzat B'Potzat My Petzat Tachas Potzat Yechshua Tachas Shmami Na Tarti that A. Yechayev always and B. Yechayev the Tzar even Memokom Nezim Rav Papa Mishved Rava Amar Kroy says yeah by by Rafu it says Rapo Yirape the extra word Litein Rafu B'Makom Nezik just like you pay Tzar B'Makom Nezik Rapo Yirape you have to pay doctor bills also even if you're paying Nezik. We already learned that trasha. We just said the Tanabi That teaches you that you have you're supposed to and you're allowed to go to a doctor. Right? Why does it say Raife? Instead of saying Raife Rape, it says that both A, you're allowed to go to a doctor, and B, even if you pay Nezik, you still have to get the doctor bills. What do you mean? We added a manala for use for a different drasha. The misni bei We already just said that even if it's all about smachim, that whole drasha was from rapo yirape. Says the gemara imkein lema kro oyrafa rafa oyirape yirape. Why does it switch the word yirapo yirape to different words? Shramana litem refuah b'makom nezek. We have three drushes we learn from this. A, you're allowed to go to a doctor. B, by malabite smachim infections that come from the wound, you have to pay as well. And the third one is that even when you pay nezek, you also have to pay the doctor bills. Okay, says my wait a second. You're telling me that the Kiddush is you pay Nezek, Yitzar, Nezek, and Reaper, Nezek, etc. Mashma, that you could have a case of standalone of each of these things. Standalone Tsar, standalone Reaper, standalone Boshes, standalone of all these things. How do you have a case? What's technically speaking, what's the case? So says the Gemara, Shleib Makam Nezek, Shleib Makam Nezek, Hem Shkachasu. So Tzar, we understand, Kedektani, Tzar, Kevobish, what if you burn him with a, a poker, of a Mesamer, or with a nail, I feel like it's him in a fingernail, Makam She'en Ha'i Sechabura. So you can poke somebody in a way that causes pain without damage. Understand. Ripui. How do you have a case where he has to go to a doctor, but there's no Henezek? Tell you how. He was sick. And you give him some, you know, homemade medicine that is very, very strong. It doesn't cause him any damage. He could still work, but it makes his skin discolored. It makes his skin turn white. He has to go to a doctor to get some medicine to return the color of his skin. So there's no nezik. He didn't change in value in terms of being sold in the marketplace. But there's a medical bill to pay to change for the color of the skin that you'd have to pay repoy by itself. Sheves, what's a case where you cause it to miss work, but there's no damage? Why not? Why is he missing work? The hadke ben druna ubatli. Not a hezek case at all. You take a guy, you lock him in a, in a cell, you lock him in his room. Now, it doesn't mean he was in the room and you locked it. If he was in the room and you locked the Ladafki Yubichayev. But if you forced him into the room, you did a mice and you locked the door to his room and he missed a day of work, then you have to pay. You're a mazik. You make him. You made him miss a day of work. You didn't cause him any hezik. You didn't cause him any repoy. No tsar. But he missed a day of work. You have to pay him for that. Baishas. How do you have baishas embarrass someone without nezik? The rakla If you spit in someone's face by spitting in his face, you've embarrassed him. But again, no hezik, no tsar, etc. So you can have each one of these things on a standalone basis. 
Okay, now let's move on to Shevis. How do you figure out the missing work? Now remember, the standalone Shevis, when you just make a missed work, that's easy. You missed a day of work, so you have to pay him for it. Then there's Shevis with Nezek, which means you're already paying him the missing value of his hand. So what is Shevis? So the Gemara says, Tanabon, Shevis, Raina Sekilu Shemek Kishuin. We said the fact that he missed his regular work, the guy normally worked in high tech and he's missing work, that already you're paying as part of the Nezek. That's part of the Nezek. He can no longer work in high tech anymore because he doesn't have a hand to type on the computer. So therefore, he, that's already included in whatever value of his hand you paid him. But now that he's sick for the next two weeks till his hand, till the stump heals, he can't do any work. What work could he have done? He could have been a Shemek Kishun. He could be a watchman in a, in a field. And that he missed, you have to pay him that amount. Maybe that's minimum wage. And he was making much more. But the much more is already included in the value of his hand. So you separate these two things out. Vim Tamer locks me to say, that's not fair. I'm not a Shemek Kishun. I'm not a watchman. I'm a high tech guy. I work. So when he gets better, that's his job. He's going to have other jobs. He's going to be a guy who's going to be scooping up water or whatever, high-tech, whatever other job he has. He could be a, he could be a shaliach, he could drive a taxi, he could do other things. So No, this is not unfair, it's fair. That's exactly the point. Since you paid him the value of his hand, the value of his foot, included in the value of his hand, the value of his foot, it's not, it's, a, it's not a small amount of money. It's a tremendous amount of money. It's how much money he would have earned for the rest of time with that hand. So that is already included in the value of the hand, and therefore you don't pay that. You just pay what he missed for work now. So you pay the value of the hand, and you also pay the shevis, because even without a hand, when he wasn't sick, he could work on that job. Shibra Sraglai, now if you have a broken foot, you can't be a Shamer Kishuan, right? You can't be a Shamer in, in a field if you don't have a foot. So that doesn't help. So I say to May Ragli, pay him whatever it is. The Sheves, and how do you figure out his Sheves payment? Someone who's sitting, right? He doesn't have to walk around the field. He could sit and guard a door. That you could do. So that he would pay for that job that he missed when he was sick from having the broken leg. Now, if you're blind, you're not being a shamer at all, right? So now, now, what kind of job could you do as a blind person that you can't do now that you're sick? You could just grind stuff, just move your arms. Right? You don't have to see what you're grinding. And if that job you could do, you're sick, so you missed two weeks of that, so you get paid. But if the person becomes deaf, which we assume if you're deaf, you can't do anything. Then you have to pay everything already. Because now he can't do any work. So there's actually no Shevis to pay. Right? Shevis is only if he could do a job and he's missing it because he's sick. When he becomes a cherish because of that, then in the value of him becoming a cherish already includes all work of him from now forever. So there's actually no Shevis left to pay. And therefore the Gemara says an interesting do. Let's say they got, these two guys don't like each other. Okay, so on Sunday they get in a fight, and Reuven chops off Shimon's hand. But they didn't go to Bezdin yet. Then the next day they get in a fight again, Shiva Swagilam do it, chops off his leg. The next day he gets in a fight, Sima Sene, he blinds him, Loyam do it. On the last day they get in a fight, and Reuven makes Shimon deaf. Okay, so Mao, how do you pay now? What is the shayla? So you just do it all at once. Yeah, you just pay it all in one big shot. Atosis explains that the nafkamina is when you evaluate each one separately, each one's going to be higher. When you do it all together, then of course it's going to be somewhat lower amount. So that's one side. Or since it happened in different activities, different days, you evaluate each one separately. Nafkamina says the Gemara. 
He says, do you have to give separate tsar and separate poishas? Need the nezek for ripo for sheves to go chad Nezek and ripo and sheves doesn't make it makes no difference whether you give them separately or together. Right? Nezek is what it is. Ripo is what it is. Sheves is missing work. Lamaisi became a chayr. She's not going to be working at all. So you're going to pay that all anyways. Since you pay him the value of all of it when he becomes a cherish, come on the kaple dummy. And therefore you're going to have to pay him his whole value. But tsaru baishes, that's the question. Do you pay tsaru baishes individually, which would come out more if you evaluate each part individually. Or do you say that since you did not go to Besdin between each case, and therefore you pay it all in one shot, even the Tsar and the Baishas, what about Amduamah? Would it make a difference if they went to Besdin each day? Right? He chopped off his arm, he went to Besdin. He chopped off his leg, he went to Besdin. Besdin Paskin. Do you say, well, once Besdin Paskin, then Besdin Paskin. And therefore, if they Paskin, whatever they Paskin on day one, you have to pay. Whatever they Paskin on day two, you have to pay. Then again, for Nezek and Sarah, it's not going to make a difference. For Nezek and, and Sheves, it's not going to make a difference. But for Baishas and Sarah, it could. So, since he didn't pay yet, so the Maizah, once he pays it in one lump sum, we could actually lower the amount. So the Mazik, it would be strange. The Mazik gets away with paying a lower amount because he didn't pay up for the best yet. So this, the Gemara says, take you. Okay, good uh, Shabbos.